Uh, well, it was wide, like, you know. I don't know how many thousand people were, <laughs> were here. I'd say every one of them thought it was wide except the umpire. But anyway, sure, look, that's what happens when you, you know, when you weigh grounds, you don't tend to get breaks. Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Football on Off The Ball With Sky Get all the football you love in one place Across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports Alright, I'm delighted to be joined on the line By the Republic of Ireland and West Brom centre half Dara O'Shea, how are you keeping Dara? Yeah, very good, very good uh, Never ends in the championship It's uh, as relentless as it gets in terms of matches And you play every minute of every game yeah, um, obviously the championship's a, a relentless schedule, and yeah, I've been playing a lot of football lately, which is which is great for myself. Uh, like a lot of football. So I think if you play tomorrow night, it'll be your 29th league game of the season, which will be the most matches you've played in a in a season so far. And you played every single minute in the league. Physically, how are you? How are you coping with that demands of the Friday, Tuesday, Saturday, Wednesday routine that is the championship? Um, I feel great personally. Um, at a great level, um, physically with my fitness and and my physicality. So yeah, I feel really comfortable. Um, obviously the games come quick and fast, and I've kind of found a routine that works for myself, which is getting me through this 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 busy period. Um, but yeah, in a really really good place at the moment. You're back. Well, probably nine ten months now from the ankle injury. How long did it take you to get to that place where you felt, you know what, I am one hundred percent. I'm not thinking about this. I'm, I'm not working through any fitness issues at all. That when I walk out in that pitch, I'm, I'm hundred percent. Yeah, it was probably really the the start of this season, having the having a good preseason under my belt. Um, obviously the injury happened last season. I think I was back for the for the for the running. Um. Of the league, and I, I didn't really feel a hundred percent of myself back then. Even though I was back fit, you just don't really have that that bit of edge to you that you had before. And I think having that full preseason, um, to kind of work on myself and get around the team and start fresh, um, was massive for me, and it kind of helped me, um, be in the position I am now. How does that little bit of edge missing? How does that actually play out when you're? on the pitch is it you know is it is it something you could see when you're watching back of videos is it just a, a little bit of nervousness when you're going into a tackle what actually is that difference in confidence levels from from one season to the next yeah like you can feel it in yourself obviously at the end of the day you kind of you kind of know what you're feeling and um obviously the last thing you can remember is playing football and then being out injured and coming back you you, you might be back to to the level you were at before and yeah there's a, there's a lot of factors to it to be honest obviously there's the the fact that you've had an injury there and you're kind of conscious of that and then just confidence getting back playing football. Um, you know, you've always had high expectations for yourself. So maybe when you come back and you kind of aren't hitting the the same heights that you did uh, when, when you were injured, um, it, it can be tough. But um, yeah, look, I've worked on myself a lot um, mentally as well, which is a huge um, a huge factor into, into, into getting myself back. It must have been a big factor in those first few weeks after the injury because, look, the way of excitement in international football is Darroche, young man, comes into the centre of an Irish defence. We think he's our guy for the next 10 years. And then you suffer an injury like that and Androma Bedele comes in and we're thinking he's our guy for the next 10 years. And then Nathan Collins comes along. Now, luckily, we're playing three at the back, so maybe the three of you will be there for the next 10 years. But your career up to that point is like there's only one trajectory and then it just comes to this crushing stop. Those hours, days, weeks afterwards. What do you like around the place? What do you like when you go home? Yeah, it's not easy. Um, it was my first time I'd had kind of a setback like that in my career. And 
I think as well because football had gone so quickly and time had gone so quickly before that I had quite a quick rise into kind of the spotlight as such and playing for West Brom and coming into the international setup and playing. I never really had time to reflect on on, on what I'd done. So I think it was maybe a, a good thing in a way that I got to sit back and look at what I'd done and kind of take that for what it is. And then obviously you have the the other part of your mind telling you, will I get back to there? Do you know what I mean? Um, I mean, opportunities arise for other players in football and that's the nature of it. And you see some lads doing brilliant and you're really happy for them. At the end of the day, I want to be where they are too. So it is, um, I suppose, an added, uh, an added bit of pressure. Um, but yeah, look, I, it was a tough time for myself. Um, I had a lot of time to myself. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you're not around the lads in training and it's 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 quite a drastic change. Um, I mean, you're, you're in the gym doing your work and you're looking out over the pitches and you can see the lads training and you just want to be there. And you know that there's nothing you can really do but do your program and do your physical bits to kind of get yourself there eventually. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was, it was a, it was a tough time in my life, but I think it was very positive as well for myself. I got to focus on myself a lot more and kind of put lots of um, foundations in place for myself. Heard players who've been out for long periods talk about that being around, but not being involved and different players take a different way. Some want to be, you know, do their physio work and then be in the dressing room and having their lunch with the rest of the lads and still be as much of a part of it. Some of them don't want to be. They want to actually just do their physio and go home because they know they're not getting the Saturday on the pitch. What were you like? Did you did you want to be still in there being a leader, being a good teammate, or did you just need a period where actually I'm not playing, I need to step away? Yeah, I did. Obviously, I love everything that comes with football, the whole banter side and the kind of the team the team spirit of it um so when you're taken away from that and you don't have something to work towards towards the weekend it is quite hard to kind of put yourself in that position but yeah you know, at the start I, I took a lot of time to myself and then as I got on in my uh in my rehab I then started integrating myself back into the team you know even in team meetings trying to trying to get back on board and not lose that kind of um the mental and tactical side of the game as well Damien Delaney, a former Ireland defender, was on our show at the weekend and we we're talking about Evan Ferguson and he was talking about you know, getting to the top of the mountain. Everyone looks at getting that first Premier League appearance, that breakthrough is you've made it. But actually, the hard part starts then. It's one, lots of players have made one international appearance, one Premier League appearance. It's getting a 10-year career out of it is the difficult part. And that that motivation and that relentlessness that you have, the drive to get there, a lot of players lose that. That period of reflection, is there a period of you know what, I have made it. I've been very lucky. Did you have that sort of realisation very on in your career of, yeah, I've, you know, I'm playing for West Brom and, you know, I'm my late, late teens, early 20s and making international appearances. Everyone's talking to me about the next big thing in the heart of the Irish defence. Did you always have that drive of, you know, I'm ready to go? Or was there ever a period where you, you stepped off and started having yourself a little bit maybe? No, I've always been quite a... Uh quite a grounded lad when it comes to stuff like that you know I've always had the kind of um, the mindset that if I want something I've, I've, I've got to work for it and got to know what to do and then and then, then put it into work um, so I've kind of never took my foot off in, in that sense um, but like I said that time again when I was injured it was a great time to look back at what I'd done like you said and, and to understand what I'd done understand that I can definitely get back there and push on even more um, was a bit of a benchmark to get to you mentioned foundations there and putting foundations in place again for when you do get back. What were they? Um, physically, mentally, tactically, just improving, improving maybe sides of the game that people don't see from uh, from the outside. Um, you know, I, I worked a lot as well on 
kind of how I think about things and got people to work with me on the mental side of the game, which I feel has improved me massively and probably helped me a lot um, stepping into kind of a leadership role here at West Brom. Um, and then physically as well, I had a lot of time to work on myself and kind of get strength there that you can't really fit in during the season because of uh, the busy period in the championship. So it was a nice time to kind of look at them and, and, and get all them right and in place. You were often described as a natural leader anyways, and I see your vice captain with West Brom already at, at a young age. The, those conversations you had, were they inside the club? Were they arranged by people inside the club? Did you go for outside help to have those conversations about your mentality to to bring it to the next level? And what, what sort of things, as much as you can tell us, were, were you focusing on? Yeah, no, look, I knew myself it was going to be a time where it was kind of sink or swim for myself. And obviously I looked at that as an opportunity because you don't have to be to be fully fit to, to work on your mental side of the game. So it was something I went and looked for outside the club. Um, I had obviously players come to me and speak to me when I was injured and just said, you know what, make sure like that you're switched on, make sure you look after yourself in in that sense. Um, and I think that was massive for myself. Um, like I like to think I've got like a good little team behind myself that that work with me and uh, and and that works well for me. We don't see that team usually, and it's you know there's a, there's obviously a lot of money swirling around in football, and I'm, you know people are still shocked when they hear that players might have a personal coach outside of their their uh, club setup. Like, are you looking at every one percent of your life as to who I can talk to, how I can prove it? Are you? Are you past that stage now with the break and been back to football and you just concentrate in the club environment? Um, yeah, obviously club's massive, but then you have alternatives and maybe people in the outside who can help you as well and bring your game on in, in different different aspects. Um, lots of different opinions in football and I suppose it depends on what ones you go for and what ones you choose to help yourself, yeah. Uh, Evan Ferguson, obviously, I mentioned him there, probably finds himself in a similar position. We're waiting to see exactly how serious it is. It doesn't look as though it's the worst case scenario that people feared on Sunday. Would you have advice for him? Would you feel in a position actually now, even though you're not that much older, that you'd be giving him a call or giving him a text and you're in a position to get, hand out advice, the sort of advice you were receiving 18 months ago? Yeah, definitely. Look, Evan's Evan's been unbelievable. You know, Even the time he came in with us um, in the last camp, you could tell already that there was something there. Um, and then obviously he's proven that as of late in the Premier League, and he's been he's been unbelievable. So a credit to him. And you know, I think he's a type of kid anyway that you know what sort of head he's got. Um, you don't even have to speak to him; you can just tell how he carries himself around the place. That he's he's got a good head in his shoulders, and um, and and he'll be good. But yeah, I would definitely be offering some advice. Yeah, are you like everybody else, watching on and getting excited about the potential that is there? Yeah, 100%. I mean, and you see um, players like that come through, it's exciting. Um, at the end of the day, I'm a fan of Ireland more than anything. And I think when you see someone like that coming through who can who can help us as a nation and see the talent he has, it's amazing. Um, and yeah, obviously really happy for him. And there's lots of other young players coming through who, who are making uh, big impacts as well. That will be massive for us. Yeah, it, it does feel as though the generation coming through is going to put Ireland in a very good place and hopefully very quickly. It, when you look at why you made it, and if it's again that period of reflection, and an awful lot of players go to England when they're 16, 17, and we know the statistics of how many never make a first team appearance, how many of them end up coming back home. What do you think happened in your upbringing that, that you, you made it, that you are a leader in your team already at 23? That What is it when you look back through your time at Kevin's, through your time playing different sports, that, that you feel maybe gave you an edge on other people? Um, 
I think, yeah, even to go back to St. Kevin's, I was very lucky to be at a club that kind of wanted to do things right and, and tried to mimic academies over here. So I kind of had that exposure to an academy set up before I came over to West Brom. And then even being here at West Brom, um, the loans I the loans I had were massive. Um, the loans are was such a crucial part of my uh my kind of step into into senior football, which made uh, um the progress a lot easier for myself, you know, getting them games under your belt um were massive for me. The last time you had a full season like this, uh, West Brom were in the Premier League and when you were playing regular football, as as a centre back, what's the difference in expectation between Premier League and Championship in terms of ball at feet, West Brom in the champ- Premier League are a team who are generally fighting for survival. West Brom in the Championship are a team that people expect a lot out of. Yeah, it's two different styles of kind of football, I suppose. The the Championship is relentless. There's a lot of games and it's tough. You know, you go to some places and you're playing on not great pitches against tough crowds and tough opponents. And if anything, sometimes the Championship, you've got less time on the ball because of because of the nature of it. Um, the Premier League was, was very quick and probably more so tactical for teams playing against. Um, players are probably a bit smarter as well, a bit more intelligent in what, in what they do. And they all, I mean, both leagues throw different um, different challenges at you. And I suppose it's, it's, it's how you come up against them. But yeah, in the Premier League, obviously we were fighting for a survival type thing. And in the Championship now we're pushing on. So it's, um, I suppose, two different kind of expectations and what the fans expect me to do, which, which, which can change it. I'd imagine the physicality in the championship of some of the strikers you're going up against is on another level. Like often when you hear even Premier League centre backs talk about, you know, the nineties, they'd mention like Kevin Davies was actually the striker they hated going up against, even though no one would have him at that real top level because he was just so physically strong and a bloody nightmare to play against. Uh, are there players that you've come up against this season that, you know, maybe we're not talking about because they're not scoring 20 goals, but are as a defender to defend against that maybe you learn more off them than, than other strikers. Yeah, definitely. There's some um, strikers in the championship who are maybe coming to the end of their career and are kind of dropped down to play to play at this level and offer you lots of different um, challenges that you mightn't have faced before in your career. Um, obviously, some of them have been around a long time, so they they're, they're quite clever with what they do. And I think coming up against them is a great um, is is great for me to learn. Do you know what I mean? Um, to put myself in them situations and, and challenge myself against different type of players. The change in manager Carlos Cabrera coming in, uh, it's been a fairly rapid rise up the table. I know there's been a difficult couple of results over the last few weeks, but put yourself smack bang in contention for a playoff place, at least. And who knows if you continue in this form, maybe getting back in contention for the automatic promotion places. You've tasted the Premier League. Is is that every morning waking up? That's the driving force that you feel as a player. That's where you need to be? Definitely. Having that that experience in there kind of made me hungry for it. Um, and yeah, we're in a great position now as a club and the manager's come in and he's done some excellent things and he's put some great um great stuff in place for us and the group are really, really happy right now. We're positives and you know, there's a lot of confidence in the change room which which can be massive for us and we've done well recently and the momentum's been on our side. Um and yeah, we just hope that we can we can keep going. We don't want to look too far ahead um because it is such a, a long season and it's game after game and it's relentless. We need to just Keep focusing on the next one and, and, and pushing our way up, yeah. And you're not the only Irish man who's important at West Brom. Jason Malumby is there with you as well. I'm told that uh, you put the arm around the shoulder. There's going to be no more bookings in any matches. You've calmed him right down when he's back in the Ireland midfield in March. It's going to be a different man. Yeah, yeah. Jason, uh, 
Jay's is a character, but yeah, he's a great player. You know, he, he plays he plays every game like it's his last and I think that's all you want as a as as a player on his team is, is to have him on your team and, and working hard for you. Um he's obviously been been really good here as of late and been a massive massive, massive figure in the middle of uh of of the park for us and he's he's been doing really good and hopefully he can continue that on to internationals. Just to finish on the international side, we're just under two months away now from France. Uh, news today that Rafa Varane has retired from international football, but there's uh, still quite a bit of talent in that French squad. Like this is this is the dream, I guess, for you when you're growing up, going up against one of the best teams in the world. Mbappe, packed house, nighttime game, Lansdowne Road. It's daunting, but I'd imagine you'd rather be nowhere else. Yeah, for sure. These are the games you want to play in. You know, as a kid, you you watch games on the TV and you want to be a part of something special like that. And as well, playing them in the Aviva um, in a front of a packed out crowd, hopefully, is, is, is going to be special. And you're playing against one of the best teams in the world, which is something you get to do every week. So it's something as a player that, that all relish and I'm sure all the rest of the lads will. Our very best of luck uh, with everything at the club over the next few weeks. And we look forward to seeing you in Dublin in a couple of months' time. Thanks for talking to us. Brilliant. Thank you.